0: i Spaces and welcome to the ether today is monday october 17th 2022 today on the ether nfts on territory hosted by cosmos joe with tory punks and riot nft let's take a listen
1: hey everybody i'm starting this one a little early which i never do just give me some reaction if you could hear my audio i want to make sure that i'm good to start this cool thank you Notts, i'm assuming that's uh, jerry this is going to be a good one, guys. This is going to be a real good one. A lot of people are you know, in anticipation of these new Cosmos SDK chains that are going to be popping up probably monthly, and territory is no different. I don't know that much about territory, but we're going to find out quite a bit about the NFT landscape that will be starting off there. Um, and again, welcome. This is not a typical NFT happy hour. It's only 1 p.m. where I'm at, Monday, October 17th. But if this is your first time, or if you've been on my spaces before, welcome. And to all the people who will be uh, listening to the recording of this, especially on terraspaces.org when it goes to podcast, this is going to be a great Twitter space. I have some whitelists to give away. And as you all know, I'm or most of you should know, my name is Joe, and I am a crypto enthusiast, NFT collector and i gently because i have some really cool guests today we're going to talk with riot nft launching on territory as well as tory punks give everyone a little bit of time to uh log in to sign in and just to let everyone know um i did go through the thread that announced this um that announced this spaces and for the people who asked questions, I'll definitely be able to ask those questions as well as um, give you a whitelist just for participating. So I appreciate that. I will reserve one or two whitelists specifically for people who are in my Telegram. My Telegram is about hundred people and it's announcements only. It's called Cosmic NFT Drops. Anyone can join. It's in my Twitter profile link. And it's really easy to keep up with because there is no conversation. It's just announcements, contests, giveaways. Some of my content I post there, mainly my YouTube videos, which I make like two to three a week. A lot of the content is NFT-centered. Gonna just invite the speakers up here. And I wanna talk a little bit about territory and um, then we'll get started but i was you know i was looking at territory's documents the other day because it's really hard to keep up with really hard to keep up with these um with these new chains it's it's almost like we're going to have new nft projects and new chains and new nft projects on the new chains and it's really really tough but um from what i gather territory is a cosmos sdk chain of course and it looks to it's aiming to become an all-in-one hub of decentralized applications Right. I, I saw on the documents something about web3 identity and reputation protection i like to hear that something about dow tooling i like to hear that too and then of course my favorite thing they mention multi-chain experience and specifically mention non-ibc communities solana and ethereum get mentioned and you know i like that too so the, the solana and ethereum communities they're they're quite big especially with NFTs but they're 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 lacking a lot of stuff that cosmos is building so i would like to see some of those people become aware of what what's being built here and uh eventually use both chains not just uh not just one so um many people are aware that territory comes with an airdrop the airdrop is alive it's the tory governance token um and when tory launches there'll be an nft marketplace an nft launch pad riot nft is the first collection from what i understand and we we'll, what we we'll have them up as a speaker and also uh gg you're going to talk for uh metawawa is that right
2: yeah actually uh how are you great man great good to talk <laughs> to you great. uh well i actually have the the cyber Wawa zombie collection i wanted to talk about maybe talk about the cyber Wahwas and the tory punks those were the three main ones i wanted to talk about
1: Oh, cool. Okay, no problem. No problem. Um, I don't even know where to start. I mean, is there anything? Is there anything? Um, I'm looking at a riot NFT that you want to just mention about the territory chain that's important that I didn't mention so far, as it relates to uh, NFTs.
3: Yeah, and first off, uh, thanks for having us. Uh, and how are you by the way too <laughs> oh i'm doing yeah. great man I-, I was looking forward to this all weekend perfect sounds good so yeah um i know it's a lot to unpack especially when digging through the, the white paper and uh you know it's um especially when we want to uh, introduce territory it's a lot of different topics um, and especially when you know we introduce the project as um, a hub of decentralized applications but Something that we could um, use in order to make it a little bit simple, more simple is uh, what we are building is a social hub for communities. And uh, regarding NFTs, um, just to give you probably like a a simple use case that we'd like to have uh, on the end goal is uh, basically an NFT collection can allow you to create a a, a DAO, uh, a community, whether it's a a, PFP project, whether it's a play to earn, whether it's... uh, let's say, uh, kind of a ticket system that you're using NFTs for, uh, for, for your members uh, to join you. And the idea is for us to create uh, tooling so you can definitely create a group uh, with your friends, uh, your, your holders, uh, your customers at some point even. And, uh, you know, kind of interact as a group. So let's say you want to hire someone for a gig, uh, you'll be able to do so. Let's say you want to launch a token, you'll be able to do so. Let's say you want to launch a project on the launchpad, You'll be able to do so as well, and uh, uh, in that sense, it kind of uh, some up the the social, uh, let's say, um, uh, aspect of the project, and uh, also a little bit uh, introduce the uh, DAO tooling that we're willing to introduce. And uh, yeah, so you're saying the the platform is
1: going to have tooling to accomplish all of these, um, all of these different strategies
3: to build a close knit community. Is that right? Is it going to be the platform? Yeah, because, uh, you know, as the, the app is going to be released in a few days now, uh, we're going to get started with the launchpad and the marketplace. And um, what's coming right after that are the first social features. So first off, we have like the social feed, basically uh, a Web3 version of what we're using right now to, to discuss. And um, after that, we'll have the first desktop uh, version of Territory. And then we'll have token-gated groups, which will allow for peer-to-peer communications, uh, won't rely on any uh, server because basically it will turn your device into a, an IPFS node. And uh, yeah, the idea is for you to definitely you know, create a group um, with your holders if it's, if it's uh, all about an NFT uh, collection, let's say, and then interact with the different features, the different DApps from the hub um, as a community or uh, as an ind- individual, if you like to.
1: Got it. And I think um, I I say this all the time, but one of the biggest questions that we all have for all the different NFT projects is what's the utility? What's the utility? What's the utility? And so far, whether it be Ethereum, Solana, Cosmos, whatever, the number one utility for um, NFTs has been to identify and organize to an extent these different social communities. And you see it as they're used as. PFP, you know, profile picks, and helping people kind of rally together within a Discord. I find Discord to be very difficult to use as an onboarding tool. And I think if some of the the really helpful features that Discord is really good at can be now specialized for NFT communities on a platform like Territory, I think that would be a huge step forward in advancing the... The
3: utility of, of nfts yeah you're right and um, you know uh, if we take the example of discord uh, it wasn't meant to be used for most of the nft projects at first it was for gaming um, and what happened is um, a lot of um, bots uh, emerged like uh, let's say Collabland, for instance uh, if you're Um, used to Ethereum projects. So allowing you to, you know, uh, kind of give access to your holders to a specific channel to discuss, um, which created room for DAOs to organize a little bit more. Um, But still, it's not, you know, it wasn't meant to be used that way. And um, it it creates uh, some issues in terms of uh, uh, flexibility, in terms of security also sometimes, because basically if you use a bot, um, that allows you to read through the wallets of your holders. And um, there is a breach at some point. And, you know, this bot is going to be used by a lot of different servers. Obviously, when uh, basically shit is the fan, uh, it's going to be very complicated for a lot of projects at once. And uh, we, we've seen that uh, a few different times with uh, big projects, especially that had issues. Uh, we see that very often on Twitter as well. So we, we, we don't believe that, you know, we're going to... Uh, change the world in a way that uh, no exploit is going to to happen anymore, you know, for communities and uh, people, because at the end of the day, it's all about human beings using technology and uh, technology itself is uh, not perfect because it's made by humans too. But it's more like we uh, we figured out it would make sense, you know, to create something that was meant uh, to be used by DAOs and NFT projects and communities. Um, So we would avoid most of the uh, frictions that we have using tools that were not meant uh, to be used this way, and uh, we also believe that um, it would be it would make even more sense, you know, to rely on um, decentralized tools uh, because obviously, uh, especially when you you take a look at what's going on on social media, uh, censorship is going to be a topic that's you know is going to be uh, more and more common. For instance, and reliability, uh, especially in this, uh, let's say. Tricky times uh, is also a topic that's going to be more and more uh, common. So uh, we try to, uh, at the same time, because, you know, territory is basically the merge of uh, different teams working on different topics. For instance, the protocol that we're going to use for peer-to-peer communications uh, have been developed for five years now uh, from Tim Bertie uh, that joined us. Um, It's kind of a merge of, uh, you know, uh, people that are very passionate about what they're doing in their specific area. And uh, it's also like, you know, we've been um, taking some feedbacks from the last bull run and uh, seeing that, okay, there is opportunity and uh, probably something to be done uh, for communities. And starting with NFTs makes sense for us because, you know, it's kind of a fun way to get started. And uh, since you were talking about uh, Solana and Ethereum uh, and these NFT communities and projects are very active, it's also a way for us to, have a first use case, uh, making sure that we can gather a lot of people very quick uh, if we manage, you know, to deliver um, a tool that makes sense for them.
1: Got it. So, I mean, for for the regular user like myself, I just want to buy NFTs, right? I don't really want to pay too much attention to all the tech stuff going on. But would you say, is it fair to say that territories NFT tooling will kind of, be optimized for NFT communities to, you know, come together, create DAOs versus Discord, which is just not ideal because it was designed for something else. Is that like a fair way to summarize it so far?
3: Yeah, I think it's a fair way to summarize it. And uh, I, I think uh, users uh, taking their, um, you know, using the tool will definitely tell if it's a fair way to, to do it. And I, I will just, you know, uh, precise that, uh, even though we, are, we love NFTs and, you know, um, it's, we, we took uh, a lot of fee- feedback from NFT projects. It's not just NFT communities, but it's communities as a whole that we're trying to uh, create tools for. And uh, it's just that as NFT communities are very active, you know, uh, a lot of things are going on, a lot of new projects every week. Uh, it, it was very interesting for us to focus on these specific projects uh, to get started. Because these are definitely, you know, our first users and um, the 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 kind of of communities that need tools um, to be that flexible, you know, on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, I think um, I th- I think I s- I've started paying more attention to what tooling exists for, you know, various things, whether it be something as simple as, you know, identifying when you're eligible for an airdrop or like DAO DAO on on Juno. I think this, what you're talking about will definitely be helpful because it really is hard to keep people engaged on um, in Discord, even Telegram, right? Even Twitter, because when you have a, you could have a conversation going on Twitter for several days and then as soon as the next thing happens, you have the next conversation started, that original one gets buried and to never be seen again. And I think that there has to be something that's optimized for nft communities to kind of build whatever they want to build congregate for whatever reason they want to congregate and have having the DAO tooling also in one place would be really 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 important and um you know you you, you buy an nft you, you'll know what you're getting into right you'll know okay this is the community that does this this and this and it's it's a little bit easier than you know digging through a discord or going back backtracking through through twitter
3: yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, um, you know, just a simple thing is uh, basically if you're interested in NFTs, you're going to switch from Discord to Twitter to uh, whatever marketplace you're looking for. And sometimes uh, the launchpad is not even on the marketplace uh, that you're looking for. And yeah, so you, you have to switch between different tools and uh, uh, you, you don't have like a full uh, experience experience. Um, the same place and also there is a, another thing it's the noise especially on twitter and discord um, i mean it's also part of the game especially when you gather a lot of people uh, discussing on one single topic but uh, basically what we're planning to do is allowing you to only focus on the projects that uh, make sense for you so basically the ones that you are part of uh, if you're called there for instance and, uh, you know, trying to avoid as much noise as possible from things that you're not really interested in, and, you know, just being focused on what you like. And also, because uh, it, it's something that's very important for us, you know, obviously right now we're in the bear market. There is not that many uh, people from retail or, you know, web to users uh, going to the space right now. But we also wanted to have in mind that at some point I uh, would like some people from there that are not used to crypto yet, you know, not even used to NFTs yet. Being able to interact with the application uh, without it being a pain in the ass because it's too complicated, it's too, uh, too many things at once. And uh, so, so it's, uh, you know, it's not a technical um, skill or, or stuff, but basically we, we took a lot of time uh, trying to identify a, a UI that would make sense, especially considering that we have that many dApps within a territory. And, uh, you know, most of the times when you do a marketplace, for instance, uh, it's a, a homepage in itself, you know, uh, when you do a, a messenger app, it's the same. So it was kind of tricky, but um, uh, we'll see how it goes. And we're confident that uh, it will definitely be e- easy to use. And, you know, you won't need to uh, read a lot of documentation uh, when the, the app is out for you to, to get started and, you know, start having fun with the, with the app.
1: Let, let, let's talk about the the collection or both collections. I have you both here. So, is it going to be Riot will be the first NFT collection launched, and then Tory Punks shortly after? Is is that the plan?
3: Yep, exactly. And uh, in fact, we wanted with the Riot to uh, kind of show an example of uh, the kind of projects we'd like to see on the launchpad and the marketplace. Um, we also wanted to introduce some. Uh, GameFi components uh, regarding the dApp and, you know, play-to-earn concepts. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely wanted to to provide with a collection that would uh, appeal to what people like. It's not 2D artwork, which is very meta, especially when you go to Solana, for instance. But still, we wanted to, you know, we, we spent a lot of time working on the artwork. And um, just to uh, summarize a bit, the concept of the Riot is... Um, basically, a play to earn game uh, at some point because uh, there is a strong law in which uh, you're part of the riot. The riot is kind of um, the resistance in a dystopian future, uh, fighting as the Legion Club. And uh, the play to earn game would be about um, creating a squad of rioters and fighting back against uh, the Legion Club and earning rewards for this. And you will be able to recruit more members in your squad with the breeding mechanism. And this is going to be a way for us also, you know, to burn some Tori. And um, staking will allow you, you know, to fight back against the Legion Club. And there will be uh, several cycles um, of fighting a specific target within the Legion Club. So let's say uh, you're going to fight uh, Philip Rostov from the law, because, you know, we we used his character in the previous post that we, we had on Twitter. Uh, and then next time you're going to fight against another uh, boss, you know, from the Legion Club. And um, just to, to finish the, the summary about the riot, we also um, launched the collection on other networks uh, after Territory. Obviously, it was very important for us to uh, launch the first project on the blockchain, but we also want to um, attract some guys from Ethereum and Solana. And and so for this, uh, the collection will, after wh- after a while, uh, be launched on these two other networks and it's a way for us you know to kind of say okay guys uh, we, we know you, you, what you like in terms of projects uh this could be interesting to you and it's also a way you know to to bring them into the cosmos uh, but not just saying okay uh, forget about what you know forget about your current wallet uh you know but um, keep on doing what you like but do it on territory uh, since territory is Definitely part of the cosmos. Uh, this will create room for more exchanges and transactions, obviously, um, between this ecosystem and ours. So it's not IBC yet, you know, so it's not the most direct uh, way to do it. But we figured out it would be interesting, you know, to first gather people from these other ecosystems in the DAP. And then after a while, it would be easier for them to switch to, probably to a Kepler wallet and, uh, you know, get more interested in the cosmos after all
1: yeah I, th- I think it's smart to look outside the cosmos ecosystem. i I don't think you could just keep launching SDK chains week after week after week where it'll just be the same people using all the different chains that were here already. Um I think there will be Solana people who are frustrated with you know some of the problems with that chain. There will be ethereum people who you know maybe I, they see some limitations on ethereum and eventually people will have to look outside the ecosystem that they're most comfortable with just for the sake of learning the Web3 space as it rapidly expands. And I, I try to make it a point to do that as well. I don't wanna get, you know, have 100% of my time spent on Stargaze, Juno, Osmosis. And Adam, I always try to spend some time looking outside because you'll, I don't think you'll ever see that next like miracle token or blockchain coming if you're buried in one ecosystem. And, you know, I, I completely missed Solana last time. I missed Avalanche. Um, you know, so there will be tokens like that and and blockchains like that that offer something that, you know, chances are you're not going to hear about it until it's already done its 50 or 100X or launched a game that now it's too hard to play because there's too many people waiting to play this game or whatever the case might be. Um, actually, I want to ask you about the the collection. Then I want to go to GG. Ask about Tory punks. Um, will the will the NFTs be playable in the game? Will they be like a gated access to play the game? What's the connection there?
3: Yeah. So basically, um, f- for the mint, we'll go with a three K supply, and then um, only the the first generation uh, will be able to do the breeding mechanism. And you will need uh, at least one NFT to play the game. And the first version of the game will be like uh, a very minimalistic UI. Uh, Will all the the components? So basically, um, you know, creating your squad uh, with your different NFTs. Um, then you you go to fight against the Legion Club. So it's like a kind of a staking mechanism. And um, over time, we'll add some more features. And that's part of the reason you know we wanted to mint in Atom. Uh, And I think it's the only project for the moment that's going to be minted in Atom on territory. But, uh, you know, as um, we'd like to invest more uh, in the projects, especially trying to um, add a more visual experience, because we have like the the background tech, you know, for the staking, breathing and so on. But we'd like to add some more visual experience to it over time uh we we didn't we didn't want to to put too much um sell pressure uh on the Tory token so um basically you need an nft to play um the more nfts you get and there is a cap for this uh the, the more you can uh, basically earn and then there is also a rarity concept uh which will all you, allow you to stake your nfts uh longer or less Uh, less long every day and this will definitely make sure that you have a spot within a leaderboard and this is going to grant you rewards over a specific amount of time um, which is the the time that you're going to fight each boss basically so there is a cycle every time there is a new boss that you have to fight imagine like i don't know if you play dark souls for instance but think about you know the health power of um, dark souls boss that you're trying to fight and uh, every players from every squad are going to fight against the same one. And after a while, we'll see how we can, you know, integrate more, uh, gameplay, uh, stuff within the concept, uh, especially like, uh, a way for you to kind of evolve your NFT, you know, change some, um, some of the, the stats that you have that will definitely have an impact. On um, whether you're going to earn more or less rewards by staking, and also something is that we'd like to implement is kind of a, uh, a loot box. Uh, loot boxes, basically, depending on the luck that you have on an NFT, you will have to you will have an ability to uh, earn some loot boxes, and you know you could earn some whitelist for projects from the launchpad, or you could earn a, another NFT, or you know. So um, yep, NFT uh, mandatory to play the game and uh, we'll have a limited supply and we're going to release the, uh, the light paper by the end of the week so it's very clear uh, how to play you know and what to expect
1: oh that sounds good I'll, I'll definitely look forward to the light paper to check that out um, I'm, I definitely would like to see a little bit more about the breeding the burning and staking that you mentioned uh, but I, w- I want to go to Tory punks here Gigi can you give a quick summary like like um Riot just did for Tory Punks, and then we'll get into some of the the details of this collection as well.
2: All right. So um, the Tory Punks is actually the second collection that's going to launch right after uh, the Riot. So uh, we're actually pretty excited about that, and appreciate the opportunity uh, Territory has given us uh, to be the second one to launch on their launchpad. So basically, the Tory Punks collection is the first uh, AAA community project that's going to be born on Territory. And uh, the Tory punks is a punks collection, obviously, and it's uh, in tribute to the uh, original collection of punks. So we wanted to create a useful and uh, fun collection, and uh, we created a little background story and lore for for the collection, which is a bit different from the other one. And it basically resumes to uh, a group of punks wanting to build a bar and play games and have fun. And uh, I highly recommend people reading the Medium article. And uh, you can find it in our discord and the official links because there is quite a bit to unpack there
1: you, you could definitely post that up top if you have it handy um and you mentioned um uh it's you have other collections as well right but you you you're a validator on territory right exactly so uh yeah.
2: original if you want I like, could start with a bit of a background story of uh, the validator and all that so
1: yeah because uh, I, I i even had trouble linking all the projects together because there's you know separate twitter accounts and then the medium there's the medium. a lot of stuff
2: yeah <laughs> all Yeah, right, yeah we'll lay, get, lay we'll it out first
1: and then all in right. the meantime riot you could post some links up top for people to to dive into as well all right so uh the i'm gonna start by
2: introducing the validator and the team so uh we're currently the validators on chihuahua chain and territory and we're called Triple A community so that one has its own twitter account for, for, for that account. So the team is a, a group of five total. So uh, these are all the Discord names I'm going to give you of uh, the team members. So the two founders are Anch and Kryptulian. So Anch is our project manager, he's the artist, the designer, um, and he's been in crypto in like since 2018, after the bull market, he's a business entrepreneur in many fields. And uh, he's the one that pretty much uh, leads uh, the project. After that, there is Kryptulian, which is also one of the founders. He's the financial manager and uh, the validator manager. Now, for the Tory punks, uh, there's myself and uh, Zero X Less that are leading the project at the moment, and uh, our dev is uh, Wolf Reaper. So those are the five uh, members of our team. Uh, now the story begins with Arch. Uh, basically, was uh, doing collaborations with the Chihuahua chain and they were trying to figure out to find uh, a collection that they could build that uh, would benefit the Passage 3D uh, Chihuahua chain and the holders all at the same time. So this is how their our first collection that they wanted to build, which was Metawawa. So Metawawa, this collection is planned for much, much later, uh, towards the end of the year, maybe even uh, early next year. And basically, Metawawa is going to be your... Uh, It's going to be a ten thousand piece collection, which is going to be your ticket or your passport to enter the Chihuahuaverse by Chihuahua Chain and Passage Three D. So basically, you need that Metawawa to enter the Metaverse. So that's pretty much for uh, the Metawawa collection. That's the one of our many collections.
1: Right. Okay. So that's going to possibly mint beginning of next year, quarter one, let's say, as a as a December.
2: Obviously, all depends on what happens with uh, Chihuahua and all that, right? With the Metaverse, if everything's going to be ready, because if that's not ready, we obviously can't launch.
1: Right. So, for people that don't know, Passage is building like a hundred virtual worlds, um, and I guess one of them will be dedicated to uh, what will be called Wawa Wild Verse. It'll be it'll be the these will be the um, I don't want to say playable, but these will be the usable elements in that metaverse. Is that is that right? Exactly. And yeah. basically the.
2: They're what they're going to be used for is to the, the hang out, play games, and connect with other people. So it's really going to be a simple concept, but uh, obviously it's going to be much later on.
1: Okay. But there, there are besides Tori Punks, there are two previous collections. Are they? Yes. Are they, they're related. Yes.
2: Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about the, the Cyber was then. So uh, the collection that we have launching on Stargaze on the 20th, which is in a few days now. So that's the our, our most recent collection that's coming out. So, in order to explain that one, I have to explain the original classic Cyber Wawa collection. So the Cyber Wawa collection uh, is a collection of our favorite heroes that were minted for $27 each that took Stargaze by storm uh, because of our different whitelist approach. So we whitelisted the entire collection uh, before putting it on the launchpad.
1: And, and now that's the one the floor price is like 40,000 stars or something, right? Exactly. So So <laughs> those are super rare because there's only 49 of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at them today because there are there are several Chihuahua themed collections on Stargaze, and not all of them are yours. So I was trying to
2: over- a bunch to of copycats that. Uh, after that collection came out. Uh, there's been a bunch of them that have been showing up and popping around. So people have to be careful for sure. <laughs> um, so basically, the to explain what this collection is all about is that um, once a month, the holders have. Uh, First of all, the 49 FTS, all the sales and royalties of that sale uh, go 100% to the holders. So the team made $0 off uh, of that collection. So it was literally just a a community building collection to start off the entire project. So uh, basically, we took all the funds from the sales. The stars were converted into Wawa, and it was placed in a wallet that we call the premium wallet for the holders. And once a month, the holders have one winner selected between the 49 to win the staking rewards from that wallet. All right. Is that clear? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it. So uh, so basically, once a month, we pick uh, live in our Discord, we pick one of the 49 uh, holders, and we pick one of the winners to 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 win the staking rewards. So what we do with all of the staking rewards to increase the value of the NFTs, so every month 30% of the of the funds that are staked on the AAA Community Validator are restaked. Ten percent we burn in Wawa. Ten percent we send to the Chihuahua Community DAO, and fifty percent is for the lottery. So fifty percent we give to the lottery, thirty percent we restake, and twenty percent we we support the the Chihuahua ecosystem.
1: Got it. Okay.
2: So that's, uh, that's the Cyber Wawa collection, and that's why it's, uh, it's gotten so popular, because not only that, uh, the, 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 the holders get a lot of perks like whitelist for, for all the collections that we make from A MetaWawa. So they got the whitelist for the Wawa punks, uh, they got whitelist uh, for MetaWawa, they got whitelist for the zombies and the punks. So they get whitelist for everything, and that's why the community holds so much value to these, uh, to these NFTs. So, now this is where the Cyber Wawa Zombies collection uh, was created. So, basically, uh, the zombie collection is directly created by the Cyber Wawa DAO and discussions that we held uh, in our holders' uh, gated channel. So, the Cyber Wawa holders actually came up with all the aspects of this collection from uh, the mint price to uh, the number of NFTs, the number of whitelists, the whole thing. So, basically, the zombies, which is launching on the 20th, is going to be a collection of 200 zombies. And uh, we decided to keep it uh, low supply because this seems to to bring more value to the NFT. So, uh, so every uh, every wallet will be allowed to mint two per wallet max. Okay, and out of the two hundred, there's twenty of them that are going to be rarer than the others. By rarer, what it means that if you mint one of these twenty, you'll be eligible to participate in both the zombie lottery and the cyberwawa lottery. So basically, you're you're getting directly integrated to the the classic collection. And that's the huge perk of uh, this collection. So uh, for this collection, it's going to be a bit different than how we manage the funds. So 50% of the mint will go into the zombie wallet. The stars are going to be converted into Tori and staked on the AAA community validator. 20% of the funds will will go back to the original classic collection, which is the Cyber Wawas. So to avoid uh, diluting the original one. And 30% is actually going to go to the team. And all of these were decided by the Cyber Wawa holders. The royalties themselves are going to be uh, split uh, uh, between the zombie wallet 5% and the team 5%. And the zombie uh, wallet is going to be in Tori and staked on the A community validator to grow the zombie wallet and secure the territory uh, blockchain.
1: Got it. So, so far, you have two community wallets associated with each of the collections that already minted is that that's right so basically what we
2: do is the sales we take the funds we put it in a wallet we stake it on our validator and and it grows with time and we use a small percentage to restake and compound and the other part we reward the holders with it once a it.
1: month okay no sounds good but there's a, there's still another collection
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Now uh, <laughs> I'm just going to finish off with this one. So, um, what we do with the stake, the zombie wallet funds? Forty percent of those are compounded. Forty percent will be uh, the the staking rewards is for the lottery that we're gonna have once a month, and twenty percent is gonna go back to the holders. And the price for these are 135 for the whitelist and 160 for public. All right. So, and our whitelist is gonna be from the 20th till the 22nd. So we have a two day whitelist. Uh, Sale And then the public would go live on Saturday on the 22nd. And now finally for the the, the Tory Punks uh, collection. Okay, so I explained it a bit before. So basically it's a bit of an homage on uh, uh, the the classic uh, Punks uh, collection. And uh, these are going to be very affordable. So uh, we're going to be selling them at uh, $20 for whitelist and uh, $24 for public. There's going to be a total of 10,000 of them. And the, the mint details are pretty simple. Seventy percent of all the sales are going to go directly to the holders. So this is our, our, um, our selling point on most of our collections is most of the, the sales and rewards are all go back to the holders. And that's what I think is making our collection so popular.
1: What do you mean go back to the holders? Do you mean you're going to stake the wallet it and then dis- dis- distribute yeah. So this is going to be another wallet on, on territory. It's it's the same concept. I don't know if
2: you read the Medium article. Inside the Medium article, we uh, we laid out a chart about the money management and how it's going to be managed. And that might be helpful if people uh, pull it up while I uh, I explain it a bit. Um, so um, as stated previously, 70% of Mint is going to be staked on the AAA community validator on territory for the Punks wallet. So this wallet is going to produce passive income every month. The rewards are reinvested as follows. So 20% is going to go uh in the validator so restaked 60% is going to be for Russian roulette and 20% for gigantic uh, lottery now I'm going to explain these three games for you so the first game that we have for the punks which is going to be uh the part where the bar where you play the game so the first game is going to be the gigantic lottery so once a month we're going to draw a, a winning ticket there's going to be a maximum of 10,000 tickets and uh, the winner of that uh, draw is gonna is gonna receive twenty percent of the Punk's game staking rewards of that month. And the entry requirements for this is gonna be that you're gonna have to uh, to have an actual NFT of Punk to enter. The more Punks you have, the more entries you are gonna be allowed to get for a maximum of uh, of uh, ten thousand for this one. And that's gonna be the first game that we're gonna be launching.
1: And this game is gonna be on. Uh, territory dashboard or dap store or it'll be done well, through uh, your discord
2: we, we, we don't have the, the the dap ready yet so right now we're just probably going to do a simple lottery just pick a, an nft but eventually we will have like a, a dap for it
1: okay it's so it'd be like a
2: slot machines uh,
1: style got it so you'll you'll pick just like a random token id number and send send the money out that way or people have to register to like, uh, you have to, to register.
2: Eligible. So, so let's say uh, there's ten thousand punks and only five thousand uh, participate. Well, the twenty percent will be given to one of the five thousand people that actually participated. So, you have to participate. You have to actually engage, right?
1: Understood. Yeah. Okay. No, it sounds it sounds really good. After that, uh,
2: there's the the Russian roulette. This game is going to be available uh, a bit later on our roadmap. If you check on our medium, there's the a bit of our roadmap, which is a rough estimate of uh, dates and all that. But uh, this is the plan. So uh, the Russian roulette is going to be also once a month. And uh, this one is only going to have a a maximum of 5,000 tickets. And um, out of these 5,000 tickets, we're going to have 2,500 winners. So 50% of the tickets sold, there's going to be 50% that win and are basically going to share 60% of the staking rewards equally. So, so far, we have 20% for the gigantic lottery uh, and 60% for the Russian roulette. That makes 80%. And
1: And I just just want to clarify, this is going to be sustainable because you're only using the staking rewards. Is that right? Staking rewards.
2: And I'm getting to the next point for this one, the Russian roulette, is the entry for this one is you actually have to own a Tory punk. And to buy a ticket, it's going to be one Tory. So Tory right now, I don't know how much it is, maybe 20, 30 cents. So, in order to to participate in the Russian roulette, you have to have an NFT, and you have to purchase a ticket for one Tory.
1: Got it. I got it. This is a lot, but I I don't often see. I don't often see this level of. um, It's very detailed. Planning. It's very detailed. They put a lot of
2: thought into this. uh, at the end of the day, we're we're trying to create something that's going to be sustainable long term, and you know that that, that there's going to be a money flow. But the thing is, if by you participating by buying these tickets, this Tory that you buy is going back into the holder's wallet. So by purchasing these tickets, we're growing the holder's wallet. That's the the that's the huge uh, winning point of all this. Is you're yes, you're buying tickets, but you're directly participating in increasing the value of the NFTs by doing this. So so for the Russian roulette, you have an NFT, you're allowed to buy one ticket. You have 10 NFTs, you can buy 10 tickets. And this is how uh, this one uh, works. And then the final game that we have is the raffle. So the raffle is uh, the same concept. You have to have a punk. You need to buy a ticket with it, which is going to be one Tory. And this is to win uh, NFTs or cash prices uh, in the future. So that's going to be only one winner, but that's going to be much later on. And just for uh, for everybody, we have a we actually made a projection for the first gigantic lottery. And if you look at the, inside the medium, I don't know if you've uh, read it, but there's uh, the gigantic uh, lottery projection, and the actual first projection is uh, for seventy thousand seven hundred and seventy three Tories. If the collection is obviously uh, sold out by using a medium APR of 500% and a 20 cent price for Tory, So the first gigantic lottery would be somewhere between uh, $14,000 if the collection actually sells out. So this is a huge incentive uh, to get this definitely. collection pushed.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And also it's definitely um, kind of like a breath of fresh air to hear a team proactively being transparent hey we're going to do this with the funds because i think a lot of people they mint the nft and don't even think about where the money's going and sometimes the team is just pocketing a hundred percent with no no real desire to continue a roadmap unless they do a second mint a third mint a fourth mint so um, i think people will appreciate this for sure
2: so that's it uh, we really uh we really have a community a focus in mind and uh right now the people that are reading the medium articles are enjoying the lore the story behind it the uh, the time we're putting into it uh so uh, so far it's uh, it's a great success
1: Okay well I I know you're minting that um the the zombies I guess that's this this weekend right it's this week That's uh Thursday yeah the 20th Okay and for for both Tory collections, Riot or Tory Punks, are you just waiting on a timeline from for when the the platform is ready, or do you have a ballpark estimate when the first collection is going to mint, and then your collection, the second collection is going to
2: So, we're going to be minting uh, for the Riot, uh, uh, for the Tory Punks. We're going to be minting right after the Riot. So until they launch, uh, we we don't really have a set date, but it's sh- we're shortly after them. So uh, they made an announcement, I believe, that they were going to mint. Uh, on the week of the 24th there. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but, uh, yep, so that's so it. That's it. Huh? So we'd be launching, uh, shortly after.
1: All right. So all this stuff is coming up really soon. This is really cool. And again, for yeah. people that don't, that just popped in, I am, I am giving a whitelist for these collections for people who, who put some AMA questions in the original thread. Um, and if you guys don't mind, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to read through those questions so people get their, um, Get their answers, and I noticed that there are some uh, some other documents posted to the um, the spaces thread down below. If you want to check that out, but the first question, and I guess we'll do this. I'll let Riot answer first, and I'll let um, Gigi. I'll let you answer second. Just assume that the person just popped into the um, into the spaces and didn't hear the elaborate walkthrough of the projects. But if you could quickly summarize the the prime utility of each of your collections, that's the first question.
3: Okay, so for the Riot, I'd say that uh, besides the play aspect, one of the main utilities that you're gonna get is uh, being able to access every feature that will be released on territory depth uh, before anyone else, basically. And this is kind of a way for us to build with the community. And you know, um, as we were discussing, um, how NFT communities are active and you know um, uh, looking for um, alternatives or at least um, better versions of what they're currently using when it comes to um, interacting uh, on Twitter or you know interacting within the group on Discord. Uh, this is key for us because it's a way to keep the conversation going with uh, uh, the people that we want to build the tool with. Got it. So it's gaming, but also there, there's a gated
1: access feature. Is that, is that it, fair? Exactly. Okay. And uh, Gigi, if you could summarize without going through all the details. Yeah. Of...
2: <laughs> yeah. So-, um, so basically for the, for the Tory punks, uh, each, each NFT is, is uh, technically uh, a ticket for, for our three games. So that's the, the, the basic utility of uh, the NFTs. For the, the Tory punks. And because without them, you can't participate in the games. As in for the, the cyber uh, Wawa zombies, a same concept. Each uh, NFT is your ticket for the, uh, for the lottery. So those are the, the basic utilities of uh, the NFTs. And, uh, you, and with the zombies and the, uh, the cyber Wawas and all that, the, the huge utility is the high percentage, right? So you have a chance. If you mint one, you have a chance on 200 of actually winning every uh, month. And for a Cyber you're one in forty nine. So if you catch one of the the twenty rares, we're stuck at one in sixty nine chance of actually winning the monthly staking rewards, which go up with time. And we're in a bear market, so just think about the potential of what these rewards can become once the bull market resumes. So
3: yeah, and pretty- I just want
1: to I, I just yeah. want to add in that that this is also backed by a. Validator business, so it's not like you guys are exhausting the mint money, and then it, there's going to be no more games after that money is exhausted. There will Thanks. be there, there are exactly. staking rewards. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, for people that that may not know, but obviously, teams can promise to raffle off a bunch of the mint money, but then when the mint money's gone, it's over, right? And then the collection is just out there with no, uh, no use case. So, um, yes. and, exactly. Um, the the um. Next question for both of you guys, will these collections um, entitle anyone to future airdrops that you know of on territory or other other tokens?
3: Yeah, so um, it's probably too soon to talk about uh, airdrops. For the riot, but something we can say already is, you know, since we have the launchpad on territory, uh, we're going to ask every project owner that um, if they if they'd like to, they could definitely offer some whitelist spots, for instance, and we'll also collect some NFTs uh, within a vault, and this would be a way for us, you know, to offer some rewards uh, aside from the Tory that you're going to get from the uh, play earn uh, with the mystery boxes or you know the loot boxes that you're going to get and uh so it's not really an airdrop in itself but you know definitely going to get some more rewards uh more than you know uh, the ones from the the play to end concept sounds good
2: yeah and uh for us uh in terms of airdrops and all that uh, we just uh we gave whitelist for the wawa punks uh, for the cyber wawa zombies they just got uh, the Tory airdrop for each wawa punk uh the 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 original classic collection uh, got 44 goblins airdropped each so uh we don't have anything announced for uh, the future right now but people could expect surprises like they've just gotten uh, for the last 2 months with us so that's all i can say for that
1: okay no, fair enough fair enough um next question has to do with um uh which currency these collections will be minting in and if you know Riot, you said Adam, will there be a choice or that's gonna be the currency for your um for your mint?
3: Yeah, so, and I also forgot uh, if I said it earlier, but um, you're definitely getting a a Torg airdrop for the Riot. Uh, I was thinking about, you know, airdrop from other projects, but uh, (laughs) I even forgot that we did the airdrop for um, Tori, so yeah. And um, yeah, we're going to mint in Aten, and um, just as I was saying earlier, it's because basically we, uh, you know, we have all the tech ready for uh, the basic play to an experience, but... Uh, since we like to work on the concept, the law, and you know, we'd like to extend the experience. Uh, we'd like to use some of the uh, minting proceeds, you know, to to invest uh, in extending the experience without putting too much side pressure um, on the Tory token. So that's the reason why. But uh, um, so we'll allow you know for project owners to decide uh, what token they'd like to use for the for the mint. Uh, but most of the projects are going to be minted uh, in Tori for now. Um The only ones that I know of for now that won't be minted uh, in Tori aside from the riot are those that will be minted in Ethereum later on.
2: Okay, so for the the Cyber Wawa zombies they're they're gonna mint in stars, but after the the sale is sold out, we're going to convert the stars into Tori and stake it on our uh, our uh, Tori validator. And for the the Tory punks is going to be uh, in territory. Something that I forgot to mention before is that uh, since Tory has uh, the very high APR at the beginning, we've decided to utilize the the restake uh, function for the the lotteries for those. So the the winners will have to wait uh, twenty one days to receive the rewards after they won. Just so that we can u- utilize that uh, super high uh, APR at the beginning.
1: Yeah, I think that's smart. Hopefully, people understand that. That's Well, that's we mentioned really in the
2: Medium articles. I just forgot to mention it. Uh, but it's okay. all mentioned in the Medium articles.
1: No problem. No problem at all. Um, I think that's that's fair. Because, again, you want this to be sustainable and you want to kind of strike where the iron is hot. And um, you
2: Exactly. Know,
1: when, when I see APRs above 1,000, I'm staking a big chunk of my airdrops for that exact reason. I don't even need to know about the chain. Oh, I'm a third or half my airdrop, I'm going to automatically stake it just just in case because I didn't do that with nomic and I regret it every, every single day. So let me let me go to the next question. The next question, I I didn't 100% get it. It looked like it was like auto-corrected really bad, but it it was something about creator earnings. How are the creators earning something from each of your mints? Um, let me read exactly word for word the question. It says, how creators developers will earn or oh, will earn running this project fees, new project, any other ways?
3: Okay, I think it's uh, related to the poll that we posted on a uh, territory Twitter account because okay. uh, as you know, there is a debate these days, especially on Solana regarding royalties or creators fee. And, um, you know, we wanted to have some uh, insights from the community, whether, uh, uh, you know, going to zero royalties would be the way or not. And uh, we wanted to know what the community um, felt about the topic, but uh, uh, we're definitely for the royalties, especially for creators, because we believe, like, um, if if you remove the royalties, you know, the creator's fee, uh, from NFTs, it's not NFTs anymore. It's not empowering creators and you know teams to not incentivizing teams to keep on building the projects. So it's basically uh, a, a token that you're launching without all the substance that we have with NFTs. And um, so yeah, to to answer the question, uh, of course we'll be able to um, choose your royalties on the collection that you will be launching. And um, just uh, as Gigi said, for instance. Um, they're going to, to have some royalties in the collection. We're going to have some too. And we think it's important, you know, to keep in mind that um, one of the key points of NFTs is allowing for creators um, and not only, you know, uh, huge supply collections, but we also discuss with some uh, one-on-one NFT creators. Uh, it's very important, you know, to keep in mind that uh, one of the main difference that NFTs made so obviously we'll keep the the royalties, and you'll have the choice to to pick whatever royalties you you think makes sense. And uh, yeah, I think it's a conversation between each creator and um, his community at the, at the end of the day.
2: Oh, cool. And, yeah. And um, so us, uh, we took a bit of a different approach with our NFTs. So we actually started the the, the first collections, and we didn't make anything off of it uh, initially. And the whole point behind that was to to start building a small community from the the foundation and, and grow it uh, organically. So this is what we did with the wawas We made $0. Uh, the Wawa Punk collection was donated 100% to uh, the Chihuahua chain. Uh, and, uh, you know, we don't get nothing off of that. And uh, actually, these first collections are actually going to be the first ones. The team is actually going to make money off of the NFT collection. So there's a percentage there off the mints, plus a percentage on the royalties, plus we have our validator that has a, a 5% commission. Well, that's where pretty much all the funds are coming from to, to keep this sustainable.
1: Got it. And uh, Riot, could you, could you explain the controversy on Solana? Cause I do see stuff on the, um, on Twitter about royalties and secondary market royalties. Could you briefly explain that?
3: Yeah, sure. So the thing is, you know, there is um, a marketplace that has uh, the biggest market share on Solana and um, over time, some competitors started to emerge, and uh, one of the way uh, they started emerging and getting more and more market share was by uh, offering for um, sellers to pick if they wanted to pay the uh, the royalties or not. You know, so it's like a peer-to-peer trading, basically. And uh, on the other end, there's also a topic reg- regarding the uh, marketplace fees. So now there are marketplaces that charge no fee for any transaction. So. Um, it's kind of um, something that you could definitely do, you know, to, uh, in order to, to get started. But it's not very sustainable over time. And the thing is, um, this marketplace that had all the market shares—I uh, mean, the biggest part of it—at least—Magic uh, then decided to go for uh, optional royalties, and ultimately resulted in you know uh, a lot of people not uh, deciding to pay royalties every time they uh, want to sell their NFTs. And um, so, the thing is, uh, at the end of the day, it's more of a, um, a market shares war between uh, marketplaces. But it's going to is going to definitely strike the uh, industry at least for Solana. Uh, this topic is not really relevant when it comes to Ethereum or Cosmos on Ethereum, especially because it's a lot of free mints. So if there is if it's a free mint and if there are no royalties, there is zero incentive, you know, to launch a project. But, uh, yeah, that's, pr- that's pretty much it. And, um, so we understand, you know, as a business, uh, this marketplace is doing, uh, what it has to do to keep their market shares. But on the other end, it's also, um, a bad thing for the, for the industry itself. So we believe that, you know, everyone should have the choice to pick, uh, whatever royalties they want to add to their project and, uh, yeah do whatever you think is best for the project after all, because if you have no incentive as project owner, as builder to uh, keep on working on the project and on the other end, if you have no incentive as a marketplace or, you know, a project, um, you know, to keep on delivering more and more service, um, what's the point of it all?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I was surprised that it was such a big controversy because so ultimately the, the marketplaces are just having a price war. And and it's gonna they're gonna just hurt each other, sounds like.
3: Yeah, exactly. And uh, the the thing is, uh, the the other thing is also that, especially on Solana, uh, there has been a lot of debates because uh, especially the the marketplace knows that they would never switch to zero royalties, and a month later, they you know they change their mind. <laughs> Um, and also, there are some you know very respected projects uh, that announced over time, after collecting a lot of royalties for, from their mints, uh, from the collections, uh, decided to switch to zero royalties too. So, um, the the big thing about it, uh, the the good thing I'd say, uh, is probably that it's going to uh, push people you know to find more revenue streams. And I, I think Cosmos has definitely uh, something very interesting for these projects in the sense that. Especially on Solana, there is no meta about, uh, you know, having some revenue sharing with some validators. It's not common at all. There are no projects that are offering it. Most of the time, it's a community token, uh, which is basically funded by the royalties themselves. But there are no royalties. Um, This could lead to some projects, you know, uh, reaching to other ecosystems or, you know, finding other ways to make their projects sustainable but on the other end it's, it's also going to uh, kind of level up uh, down uh, all the uh, all the economy for nfts on solana so we'll see how it goes i mean uh, it's the debate is not over yet but uh, yeah i think it's interesting to keep in mind that there are these kind of topics on other ecosystems because it's a good way for us to identify what could be meaningful for these communities and you know Uh, trying to create room for more exchanges between cosmos and these other ecosystems
1: yeah i I definitely want to see more you know flow of traffic between ecosystems especially solana um, and ethereum and especially when it comes to nfts um anyway i've only got one more question for both you guys and then obviously you could just you know talk more about your individual projects if you think you you've missed anything but one of the questions here it's a good question basically asking how do the features of territory compare to stargaze i guess some pros and cons of not minting on stargaze and opting for territory that that's that seems to be
3: the uh the question yeah, it makes sense, especially in the sense that we are launching a launchpad in the marketplace. But uh, right. to be honest, I, I, I'm not sure it's, um, you know, we're not trying to build the same thing at the end of the day. What we're trying to build is mostly uh, related to social interactions for communities. And so, of course, we're launching the launchpad in marketplace, but it's like one step in the first, uh, if, if you know, it's the first step within the process and in the roadmap. It's not the end game for territory. So um, I say that um, could be tricky because obviously if you want to launch a project uh, on Stargaze, you know that there is already an audience that's there and, you know, that's used to projects being launched there. But, um, you know, we started communi- communicating a few months ago and um, we already managed to gather a community that, um, that is aware about territory uh, that loves the project and you know we all also implement some uh kind of uh, uh contribute to earn or you know um some game uh, within our contest with the community so uh, it also helps us you know get more rich on twitter it's also it also gets uh, uh, help us sorry uh, get more content created by the community and uh, uh, we're fine with that i mean it's always harder to get started from zero and grow a community and you know uh, create like a culture around your project but we're fine with that and uh, uh it's not we, we we don't see it as a um, uh how can i say it? for us it's not about a competing you know uh, marketplace versus marketplace uh, just the way i was talking uh, regarding solana it's more like it's a way for us to uh, start the narrative and get the roadmap uh, going until we reach the point where we get where we want to go which is basically creating some Uh, groups and interaction between communities cool i I
1: kind of expected at least one of you to give an answer similar to that because i i would like to see more marketplaces doing something different but Gigi, i'll give you a chance to uh to respond
2: yeah well uh, ever since uh like me I, i started as a regular community member and uh you know retail investor so uh when territory first came out with uh the whole lore story and their nft collection the I was just instantly attracted to it, and uh, we're we're hoping that the territory is gonna is gonna be uh, super successful. Uh, personally, on Stargaze, uh, they have some uh, they pretty much launch uh, any type of project. Uh, there's no really filters and stuff like that, so I think territory in that case is gonna be a little different, and uh, we're hoping uh, that it's gonna be super successful.
1: Territory is, is, is gonna be permissioned. Well, well, uh,
2: I don't know if it's going to be 100% permission, but I think they're going to filter it out a bit more. I don't Got know it. if you could uh, talk about it.
3: Yes, uh, to have some filtering, you know, in the application process. And in this uh, particular case, it will be the core team reviewing all the applications so we can make sure that. Uh, We don't have, you know, uh, at least we can avoid as many scams and rugs as possible. And um, probably at some point there will will be like a permissionless uh, version of the launchpad. But obviously, you know, with all the uh, uh, disclaimers (laughs) that are needed in this case. The idea is for us, you know, rather to um, kind of create the the experience that you can have on other ecosystems uh, where you know that there is definitely some filtering and you can definitely take your time digging on the projects and not being too worried about uh, the outcome of it. Uh, At the same time, we, you know, we're we're strongly um, trying to decentralize the whole project. So I think it's a... um, It's a matter of time until there is like a permissionless version of it. But for the first uh, projects, especially, we want to play safe and make sure that everyone has a cool experience, you know, uh, avoiding as many problems as possible, basically.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. I really would like to see on Stargaze. I'm I'm not saying that they should be completely permissioned, but I would like to see some place on the launchpad for creators to put as much information about themselves and the project as possible, even just a link to a website or a discord discord. So people can see what's on the launch pad and not just, um, you know, go by hype or go by, um, just the visual. Cause the, the minting is a little bit of a crapshoot sometimes because it's hard to research the projects, even if you want to right? creators can have all this information about themselves but if it doesn't appear right next to that mint button i think most people are just not even going to know that it exists
3: absolutely and uh, i think uh, we should have both in the sense that uh, you know for people that want to play it um, uh, without taking a risk at all you know making sure that the projects that you're going to see on the launchpad are definitely projects that are curated. And it's not just uh, a matter of um, avoiding risk, but it's also a matter of uh, kind of having a standard in terms of projects. you know. To Because in this sense, um, especially when you try to combine projects from uh, territory, but also from Solana and Ethereum, we believe that it's going to be interesting to have this kind of competition between these different ecosystems um, on the same launchpad and will definitely raise the level of the projects that we're going to see. And on the other end, um, especially, you know, for one, one-on-one one uh, artists uh, that don't want, you know, to, to to do a huge supply collection or, you know, don't want to, don't have even a white paper. Let's say it's just, you know, a, an artwork and there is no um, definite utility for it. There should be a way for them also, you know, to launch their projects uh, without spending too much time worrying about uh, filling the forms and so on and so. Uh, we believe it's important, you know, to allow everyone to uh, to pick an option, um, to pick what they like most, and most importantly, we believe it's important for us to make sure that you have a safe and you know, cool experience, especially the first time that you're going to join the launchpad. So, ah, I think you're mute.
1: Oh, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I was muted. Um, I'm surprised that's the first time it's happened, actually. So, um, I, what I was saying to myself was. There are a bunch of creators in this space right now, and I was wondering if you could speak to the fees that creators will be facing if they decide to mint, let's say, a one-for-one project or a 5K or 10K generative art collection.
3: Yeah, sure. So um, uh, we we got like an FAQ document, um, and I think we'll share it. Uh, in the in the space uh, discussion later on, basically we offer different um, pricings depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for launching a collection and you don't want any help advertising it, uh, whether it's on the DApp itself or you know, um, let's say you want to you don't want to join a space or participate in a podcast uh, with us to explain your project. Um, the 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 list is gonna cost you basically I could say uh, will be three percent of your mint um, of of uh, all the mint proceeds and um, if you want to uh, have some more awareness on the on the herb on the app um, because you know the the homepage will have some highlighted news and some banners that we could use in order to display your project to bring some awareness about it um, then we could go um, to five percent and then uh, if you want to uh, let's say participate in a podcast with the team and, you know, really deep dive into your project, explain what it is about and, uh, um, you know, create some more trust between uh, the audience and yourself, you know, being as transparent as possible regarding what you're trying to do. Uh, we'll go up to 10% depending on the um, on the package that you choose, basically. And uh, the idea for us is to, you know, so we're going to collect fees for the launchpad, but also for the marketplace. And um, we'll announce it very soon, but it's also a way for us, you know, to get on burning some Tori. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of uh, uh, cool for us to. We wanted to have some some fair pricing uh, regarding what's coming, especially when you compare with the uh, other launch pads, and we we know we know for sure that. Uh, What makes the Launchpad interesting, um, aside from the tech side of it, is really the audience that you'll be um, able to access. And we believe that uh, because we're building this social hub for communities, it will be very interesting for projects over time. And at the same time, we believe it's interesting in the sense that it's a way for us, you know, to burn some tory and uh, make sure that the project as a whole is uh, sustainable.
1: Sounds like a good pitch to any creators out there looking to expand. I know a lot of the... Cosmos NFT creators already do mint on Omniflix, Stargaze, and now you have another option. It sounds like with some some flexible pricing for creators. Sounds really good.
3: Yeah, and sorry, I I just read the, the FAQ again. It's not three, five, ten. It's five, seven, ten. So it's very clear. And I I see that Lester just posted it. So if you want to check, uh, you can have a look. And um, regarding the process, uh, we have two forms, basically. The first one is for us to identify what you're trying to do. And then there is another one. Um, if we think your project is very cool and, you know, it makes sense to launch it. Uh, in order for us to collect all the, um, the stuff that we need, you know, to, get to, to prepare the Mint. And uh, we already have a few other projects uh, that are going to be announced very soon after the Riot and Toripunks And, uh, yeah, creators, if you want to launch a project. Just reach for us. Um, the link of the um, the application form is in the territory link tree, and uh, yeah, don't hesitate to ask questions. Um, for instance, I, I've been talking with uh, someone earlier today. Uh, I, I didn't have time enough, you know, to to answer all these questions yet. But uh, you know, we'd like to help as much as possible regarding your project. It's not just we want projects to be launched. It's really we want to add value to the ecosystem we're trying to create. So it's always cool for us, you know, to take some time and discuss with you regarding the concept, how we could help, what would uh, work better in terms of uh, uh, marketing the project. So, yeah, feel free to ask any question and don't hesitate.
1: Really cool. Um, I'll I'll give you guys a chance to touch on anything that I didn't ask that you want to highlight about your project. And then we could, uh, if not, we could uh, we could wrap it up. But I'll give you guys that opportunity since we're nearing the end.
3: Well, um, I'd like to thank you for having me, and uh, I'd like to thank Gigi too because I, I love what you guys are doing, and um, I'm pretty excited for what's coming next. I know that you know we- we're just getting started with the the app coming out in a few days from now, and um, yeah, I I'd just like to invite any creator that's willing, you know, to launch a new project or. Uh, even if it's not about launching a new project to uh, extend their current experience with their current community to talk to us. And uh, yeah, let's connect and build together.
2: Yeah, so um, to wrap it up, basically I highly suggest people to uh, join our Discord. Uh, We do have a lot of projects, so it's hard to get all that information in in one spaces. So I highly suggest people to come to Discord, check our official links. Uh, we have separate sections for all the collections with information uh and stuff you need to know and uh again uh, thanks uh cosmos it's been a while that uh, we wanted to uh do a spaces together for like meta rats and stuff like that so
1: it's fun that we actually uh, ended up doing it no well you you were hustling and you uh you actually put this together so for those of you don't know i um i usually don't do spaces in the beginning of the week i usually do at the end of the week but i was able to. touch base with Gigi here and he kind of he set this whole thing up and the whitelist that i'll give away are courtesy of him so definitely i i definitely appreciate it man and we we'll, we we are we are due to put out some some uh spaces and get the word out on the 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 new direction of of metarats as well but we'll save that for another another day
2: yeah whenever it's ready <laughs> So thanks a lot, man. And uh, I'm looking forward
1: to the mints. And
2: uh, again, uh, I highly suggest people to come to the Discord because that's where all the information is. That's where people could ask all their questions. And uh, yeah, I hope it's everybody up. has a good day.
1: You guys heard it here. Next week, Territory will launch their first NFT collection. The second one is coming shortly after. So thank you guys again and hope everyone has a great
0: day and a great week. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was NFTs on Territory. Hosted by Cosmos Joe, chatting with Tory punks and Riot NFT. Recorded on Monday, October 17th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When I'm cruising, I'm rushing no booze on my tongue When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices And try not to act like they tightened up the noose These fools are abused like a problem stepchild Ruling the coup with some modest exile I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles so wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with a platter of bait behind the curtain Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the weight was it. It's worth it i'll perk it up while i stir with some bullshit this ain't my first rodeo surrounded by humans opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth it's getting on my nerves so let's make them feel nervous To see sign on the dotted line and wave your rights and wave goodbye and pay no mind. You gotta wash a brain and erase the time. Now, shut the fuck up while we wait in line.